0: Everybody, what's going on? Welcome to the Picky Picky Bonds uh, Podcast. I'm your host Mike. I'm your other host Tyler, and together we are the hosts of this, which is the Bonsai Podcast, anime, video games, podcast, internet culture, whatever the other fuck stuff you want. Yep, we uh, we're, we're YouTubers. We work on channel Bonsai Pop, um, and this is what we do for a living. Uh, so, welcome to it, Tyler. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. I know, right? We, it's been we've been it's been too long. I feel like I feel like I feel like I've been away from home and
1: now I'm home. And you are coming home. Coming yeah. home. Are you telling the world that you're coming home? No, I'm I'm coming home. Coming home all the
0: way back home. I don't remember what band.
1: Well, song, I was doing a different song yeah. by somebody <laughs> else. It's called something. I can't remember. My dad's old, and I remember it from his music. That's fair. I have grandparents, so I well, also... Well, brag remember. about it. <laughs> Fucking I have grandparents guy over here. Some of us aren't that lucky. Some of us never had grandparents, Mike. <laughs> I
0: don't know if that's true. I think everybody has grandparents, just whether or not they are, uh, their corpses are inhabited by energy and
1: working organs <laughs> fucking mr privileged over here talking about his yeah. grandparents i still have all four of them too yeah i have none of them that's right collect them all mine are old mine, mine mine all died in their 90s except for my grandmother who had a brain tumor and she died when she was like 70 something well uh, your parents had you pretty late for yeah my parents especially are especially for the 90s yeah my, my parents uh i think my mom was 39 Something okay, like that. Okay. 38, 39. So like that gives you an idea. My parents were definitely old and they, they tried to make a point of uh, of being like, yeah, we had him on purpose. We even told people ahead of time so that people knew that it wasn't a mistake. And I've <sighs> never seen a picture of my mom pregnant. I d I don't believe that she was ever really pregnant. I could have been grown artificially. I I could be adopted. Nobody knows, man. There's no proof. Well, you're definitely you're definitely Jewish. Well, yeah. Definitely. I would say
0: that. That is undeniable. <laughs> so <laughs> you were adopted from some kind of Jewish shelter. Do they have that? Do they have? Like, I don't orphanages? know. I was honestly
1: <laughs> just thinking that exact same thing. I was like, are there Jewish <laughs> orphanages? There probably are. If I had to guess. I w- yeah. I mean, there's definitely Christian ones. So hold up. Hold up. Jew- I mean, that's Jewish.
0: if you want to get rid of your kid the right way, that's what you do. You drop them off at a church because they'll take care of them.
1: Jewish orphanage near me. There's the Zion Orphanage in Jerusalem. It was founded in 1899.
0: Well, I mean, it's Jerusalem, dude. I think most people are Jewish out there.
1: <laughs> well, yes and no. I mean, you know, the, there's, there's a lot of Muslim people in Jerusalem as well. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah, All the holy sites are there yeah dude they're all there all all three of the major religions not that judaism is a major religion we just get put up there because we got killed a lot
0: you know well you were the first of like like you were like uh you were like the guys that got turn phones and then just never got another phone <laughs> <laughs> we're like this is good enough you're like this phone's good it's, it was made in the 40s. It'll last forever.
1: <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Classic. It's like, why, we don't need any other phones. What do you, you got these, these things that you got to replace every five years? I've had this thing for 70 years. Still works as good <laughs> as the day I got it. Landlines are more
0: dependable. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have any of that crazy radiation 5G making you grow three dicks. No, no. <laughs> I've already got anyway. enough problems
1: with my prostate. I don't need another one, you know.
0: <laughs> so, so I've I've a couple adventures to speak to you about. Um, oh, exciting! I love adventures. So, ha- so Devin and I went out to this place called the West Farms Mall, which is out um west, pretty, f- pretty far into Con- yeah, technically uh, from us. Yeah, it's it's out <laughs> pretty far into Connecticut, past Hartford. Okay. Um, and it's like a really, really upscale mall. Right. Like this is like I mean maybe all the malls are like this in California and Oregon. I don't fucking know, but like this has like you know Gucci. And... Ooh, okay, no. Not all the malls are like that. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is that kind of mall. It's got, you know, um oh, god. Just like all those all those stores. No, I know? hear you.
1: The, the stores where you walk in you're like you feel underdressed walking into a store. Walking into the mall. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I, it's most of the
0: stores in that mall you wouldn't walk into because they don't put price tags on things uh, because, Ooh. yeah, it's like that. You know, okay, have, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. But there are some stores that are good. there, like they, they have Lush, which is nice. Um, mm, Lush is great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I got I got some scrubbies and some shampoo bars. And honestly, the shampoo bar has been working miracles. It's great shit. Um, shampoo bar to, so it's like a dry shampoo it's like a soap bar but, but it's for it's your head it's so weird yeah so you just like you take it and you rub it on your hair like you would with soap mm-hmm. like a soap bar and then you put it down and then it's like you have the most shampoo that you've ever had on your head just from like a couple of like scrubs with it and then you okay, just, th- like okay this is
1: actually really funny cuz i'm also using a new shampoo uh-huh and most people like yeah, but most people, when they use shampoo, it's like the, the stuff that comes out of like a bottle, right? And you like squirt yeah. it, or it has like a thing on top that you can press down, a nozzle, whatever. Yeah. I'm now using a goo that comes in like a jar. <laughs> a goo. It looks it looks like brown, di- like brown gooey diarrhea. Uh, yeah, it sounds gross. It's very expensive, though. Um, <laughs> well, of course it sounds like some like uh, fucking Gwyneth
0: Paltrow shit or something.
1: Yeah, it is the best uh, shampoo I've ever tried. I can't remember what the brand is, uh, but... You, you put the shit in your hair, and it is also, like, you don't need very much. You, you just, like, two fingers were dabs at them in there start rubbing it into your head. And it is, like, the most shampoo you've ever had. And you, like, let it sit for a minute, and your hair gets so fucking soft and fluffy. It's the best, man. It's, like, right. a $50 thing, though. But I didn't buy it. My girlfriend did, Sh- so. <laughs> shampoo bars are a lot cheaper than that.
0: Um, yeah. But it sounds like it's kind of the same deal, minus yeah, same uh, deal. the poop. Mine looks it basically,
1: like a delightful... Macaroon. <laughs> Ooh. Very <Yeah. laughs> nice. Very nice. You gotta love macarons, dude. Yeah. Yeah. People, Basically, people uh, Mike and I have upped our, our hair cleaning game. <laughs> That's right. Well, I
0: mean, we have 200,000, subscribers now, Tyler. We are. Oh, damn. We're technically, we gotta be presentable. We're technically Z grade famous. Uh, oh, so shit. On our own now, you know, mm-hmm. just you and me. Z grade. Yeah, yeah. Z grades internet celebrities so we have to have better shampoo um and i bought some rainbow shorts so now we have good shampoo and rainbow shorts
1: oh my god fuck dude can i
0: tell you i i also bought shorts this weekend
1: did you Dude, (laughs) i had to buy shorts because i just i didn't have any shorts okay stop being on my wavelength man (laughs) so i i also didn't have any shorts And I, I was like, fuck, I, I was going out to meet some friends this weekend, right? And it's it's been hot here. It's like, it was like 90 degrees yesterday, you know, decently uh-huh. hot. I wanted to wear shorts. And the other day I was like, fuck, I don't have any, I, almost all of my shirts are black because I keep buying yeah. them from the same place and they're all really cool graphic tees. And I've realized I need some other colors because mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. just wear black every day. And the only shorts that I have are black. Yeah. And I didn't want well, I mean- to wear black on black in 90 degree weather. That's fair. So I was like, you know what? I got like a half hour before I need to leave to go downtown. I'm going to go to the store really quick. I know that they have a clothing section. I've never looked at the clothing section, but I bet they have some shorts. I'm going to go buy some shorts. So I go into the, the clothing section of, of the Fred Meyer that's like two minutes away from me or whatever. And uh-huh. uh, I, I can't find shorts for the fucking life of me. And I was looking in the wrong section, even though the, the, there's a very obviously stated men's section. There's a wall and then the shorts are behind the wall. And that was really annoying. So I spent 15 minutes looking for shorts in the wrong area. And as I was walking away, I noticed the shorts because I could see around the wall. And so I go there. I find some shorts. I'm like, these are perfect shorts. I find my size, which is like a 34 waist. You know, that, that that's my waist mm-hmm. size. So I go, I grab the shorts. I'm like, these are perfect. I don't even need to try them on. As long as they're 34s, I'll, I'll do it. That's great. So then I go to the, the self-checkout because I don't want to wait, you know, for the... Mm-hmm for the the checkout thing. I I feel like a lot of people do that now. Yeah, exactly. Fuck it. Especially for like one item. Fuck that. So I go to the self checkout. I check out, I walk out the door and the alarm goes off and I go, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I bought my shorts. A guy stops me. He's like, I need to see your receipt, sir. I'm like, wow. In my head, this is the first time I've ever been stopped for an alarm going off in a store that never happens they're always yeah. like it's a mistake but I show the guy my receipt he's like okay fine he doesn't even look at it he just wanted to know if I had a receipt I if I had thrown it away like I normally do right as soon as I get it I would have been fucked over and I never I would have been thrown in jail probably for stealing shorts I didn't steal but yeah, you would have been late because they have all those
0: cameras at the self checkouts that are uh, like constantly yeah. watch those are so fucking creepy dude
1: anyway yeah. good anyway so I get home I get the shorts out I try to put them on they don't fucking fit they don't fit it's my size they don't fit and I realize even if they had fit guess what I went through the self checkout so what didn't get taken off the fucking tag thing that made the alarm go off Uh... so it's got the big ass plastic tag thing (laughs) <laughs> they like that sets off the alarm so even if they had fit I couldn't have worn them anyway so I ended up wearing the black shirts shorts and I, and I lost I lost the fucking like hour out of my day with wow. the shorts fiasco and now I got to take them back to my goddamn store they're in my backpack right now and I'm going to do that later today it was very that upsetting was, that was what we'd like to call futility <laughs> yeah yeah dude I couldn't I couldn't beat my own fate of having to wear black so I accidentally bought some clothes
0: that don't fit too. Uh cuz I like I went to uh H&M and Forever 21 cuz that shit is cheap, dude. Mm-hmm. Like 6 bucks for a fucking V-neck, you know. That, that's um, a good but deal. Somehow I I ended up with some extra larges. I don't know how. Um oh. which is weird. I don't wear an extra large. Oh. No, um, you're probably anyway, a medium. I'm a medium. Yeah. Yeah. Um but, uh, so anyway, so we did all our shopping and then, you know, it was like, it was like a date and we got my cousin's, uh, birthday present. She's 21. She wanted one of the Harry Potter Lego sets. So we got her the fucking Lego set from the Lego store. Uh, and then we were like, all right, well, it's, you know, let's go out to eat. Cause you know, like we're on a date, let's go find somewhere nice to eat. So I Hell found yeah. in the mall, there's this place called, uh, Texas de Brasil, <laughs> right? Okay. And... It was a tex, Texas slash Brazilian steakhouse. And I was like, ooh, this sounds fucking fancy. Um, so we we go in there and it, like, it's right when it's opening and the lady's talking to us and she's like, all right, so this is an all you can eat steak buffet. Uh, it's $50 a person. Me and Devin looked at each other and we're like 50 bucks a person. Like we just went shopping all day. Like the fuck (laughs) (laughs) that's money. Yeah. I was like, I was like, don't worry about it, dude. I got it. I got it. It's fine. Um, so, you know, she was like, have you ever, have you ever been with us before? And we were like, no. And then she just like, kind of like looks at us and like gives us this like almost evil look. Right. (laughs) Like you're about Uh, to get fucked over by our experience of food. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so so the first thing they do is they sit you down and they're like, all right, there's a salad bar over there. We got like hot and cold stuff. We got soups. We got everything, right? So me and Devin, I mean, like the first thing we do is we go over there and we get like these fucking dope salads, dude. They had like mozzarella, like fresh mozzarella balls. They had mm. fucking like real bacon. Uh, mm. Also like calamatas, dude. Like un- like fried onions. Uh, a bunch of like different like Brazilian. Kind of like couscous type salad things, and like they have Brazilian uh, vinaigrette like salad dressing. So we make these giant fucking salads and then get back to the table and we start eating them. And then the guy brings us out Brazilian like cheesy bread poofs, and oh, the like cheesy
1: bread poofs are so good, man. Dude, they're
0: so fucking good. So like he comes back and he's like, All right, you know, he hands me my drink. I got like a I don't remember what it was. It was happy hour. We don't have happy hour in Massachusetts, so it was really cool to be at a happy hour because uh, the drink was like ten bucks for a double. It was like it was like a twenty five dollar drink for ten bucks. So it was, yeah, it was
1: pretty cool. I mean, wait, you, you hold up. You can't have happy hours in Massachusetts. No happy hours in Massachusetts. Like never, like ever. like legally? Legally, no. And Whoa. there's no
0: girls' night. There's no nothing. Weird. Yeah. Well, huh. dude, we weren't even allowed to buy alcohol on Sunday until I was like sixteen. I guess that's fair. Yeah, it's it's very uh, Puritan, like yeah, old school laws. Makes sense. Or, it,
1: it was yeah. the first Puritan area of the, yeah. the states. <laughs> we so. just haven't
0: gotten rid of them yet, is what it is. Like, I just, it's kind of like it's kind of like Japan with the censored porn. It's like nobody cares, but like nobody wants to be the guy to be like, yeah, all right, well, it's time to change this. So, anyway, so. So the the guy comes out and he's like, Alright, here's your cards. When you flip it over to green, that means you're ready for meat. We're like, okay so, like, you know, we flip them over to green, and immediately these dudes come out, and they got, like, a bunch of fucking swords, right? And they have all mm-hmm. this meat, like, st- uh, like stuck through the sword. And they're like, they're like, you know, would you like blah, blah, blah this cut, or blah, blah this cut? And they just start dumping meat on our plates, right? Mm-hmm. So we start eating it, and it is, like, the best fucking shit I've ever had in my entire life, dude. Like, yeah, this dude. is not, like, this is not like you're, like, you know, B-grade fucking Texas you know roadhouse or whatever steak this is like amazing steak they got skirt steak they got like all different kinds of cuts they got fucking ribs they got yeah um, man i love going to brazilian steakhouses dude and they're amazing they just kept giving us meat (laughs) like we Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like it was like like it was a lot like rape i can't really explain it any other way than that but it was like they were just forcing all this fucking meat on us and like like it was like, I, I I was in like a fucking daze of all this meat, and like Devin was like, oh my god, dude, I can't, I can't, and like you we tried flip flipping the, our you flip we the card, did, dude, and they kept fucking coming with the meat, dude, <laughs> and like it, it, I was just and like you know like we're poor, right? So like mm-hmm. when somebody stuffs all this good fucking food in front of you, you got that kind of like I gotta eat it because like they're gonna throw it away, and like this shit is so fucking good, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like. It we were probably there for 45 minutes. It felt like five minutes. Like by the time we left, we were so fucking sweaty and dizzy. Like like there was a one point like where we sat we we got in a huddle and we were like, we gotta go. We gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here right now. <laughs> like like I was like, dude, I really needed to check. Please. And he brought me a check I gave him the card and then he gave it back and I tipped him and I was like we're out like we didn't even say goodbye like we ran out of that fucking steakhouse you fast waddled as out possibly. as fast as no, you could dude it was like it was i've never it, it was like one of those things where it was like they're hurting me but i kind of like it but it's also they're hurting me
1: <laughs> like, so what, what you're saying is that when we do go to japan and we go to osaka we need to uh find a brazilian steakhouse dominatrix bar
0: <laughs> no that's too much i would puke dude. i would puke
1: That is just like beautiful women stuffing meat into your face
0: yeah like liquor down your throat and then Mm -hmm. tying you to the ceiling and beating the shit out of you (laughs) did you see that picture that i posted i did i did yeah that's what i'm that i cannot wait to see you tied up like that tyler (laughs) and being hit and getting a dildo stuffed in your mouth—it's <laughs> gonna be the funniest—a <laughs> dildo with like a funnel on the back, so they could like pour alcohol into it. It's no, gonna they're gonna be the pour meat into it. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> um. So so that happened. Um. And then obviously we had my uh, my cousin's twenty first birthday, which, for all intents and purposes, I think went over swimmingly well. Um. I did end up getting White Girl Wasted, though, and that was bad. Um, so I have this issue with Bacardi, right? And it's it's the issue is I think I can drink Bacardi, and I can't drink <laughs> Bacardi because it does terrible things to me. And it's like it's just Bacardi. Like Bacardi and tequila. Like I can drink
1: I other just, rum. I was about I just, to say it. Is it your tequila? And then then I was like, wait, but that's everybody's tequila. Yeah, yeah, no,
0: Bacardi, like, I can drink whiskey. I, I don't know what it is about Bacardi, but Bacardi just, it sneaks up on me, and then when it hits me, I'm just a big old fucking crybaby, right? So, like, so Devin's dad came over with his girlfriend and they finally met my parents and my grandparents. And like, they had a really good time. Everybody was having a good time. Uh, like my, my mom's friend, uh, Leslie, who's like our, my, you know, we call her auntie Leslie. She was there. Apparently she's getting divorced. I drunkenly told her that she could be me and Devin's third. <laughs> <laughs> I've known this woman since I was a baby. since I was born. Um, and I'm her sure daughter she was right. Role she did (laughs) my family is very okay about everything um (laughs) her daughter kate was right there and that was really funny um and like again like things things went well you know my grandparents left i was just having fun Devin was having fun we were all having fun and then somehow i ended up i blacked out dude wow (laughs) i blacked out at my cousin's birthday so my grandma made jungle juice
1: your grandma Grammy, made
0: Jungle Juice. My Grammy made Jungle Juice. And <laughs> it was, it had, like, two gallons of Bacardi in it. hmm And you couldn't taste any alcohol in this punch. And somehow, the punch bowl kept getting refilled. That punch bowl was full all fucking day dude and then like you know some of maya's friends started coming over and rissy's friends com- were coming over and they were bringing like i'm 22 drinks you know so it was like a big fucking barrel of 99 bananas type shots and like mm-hmm. you know like yada yada everybody wanted to do shots so like i was say i think it was like the the 99 proof shit that was that like knocked me over so anyway so i confessed all of my love to Devin. that was that was great i was I was crying uh i wasn't sad i don't know i th- i this is where things become very spotty <laughs> typically it's around the crying section where that happens <laughs> and then i guess my mom came in right and like uh-huh. me and my mom don't have a, a like we haven't had a relationship really since i was like 15 you know mm-hmm. what i mean like Uh, But we were really close when I was young because she was a single mom back then before she married my dad, who's my real dad. But they just didn't get married till I was 10 because, Mm. you know, life is dumb. So uh, and I guess I made Devin cry and I made my mom cry, but not because I was being mean, because I was being too nice. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And then my mom and I had a long, in-depth conversation, which I remember itty-tiny little bitty bits of it while Devin was stuffing ham in my face. (laughs) (laughs) Like trying to get you sober up? Yeah. With ham? Yeah. And I might have told my mom that I hate my dad. I don't fucking know. And then, okay, so there's this dude. This is the part that you're going to love. Right? There's this dude there named Tyler. Right? Uh And I met him. And, you know, we talked and stuff like that. And he was absolutely fucking shit-faced. And I guess he came in, like, during this whole thing, right? So so this is what I don't remember, is, like, people, like, coming in, like, while I'm fucking white girl wasted, like, crying on my mommy's lap. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time since I was, like, 10. <laughs> and, like, me interacting with them, right? So this Tyler, Tyler came in. And, like, I had already talked to him and hung out with him a bunch at the party. Sure. And he comes in, and I was like, Tyler, are you a Jew? <laughs> <laughs> and he, I guess he was like, no. And then started, like, talking about some, like, Hitler-type stuff. But, like, I was, you know, obviously I was thinking of you, right? right? So I was, like, throwing inside jokes at him that he didn't fucking get. <laughs> and then, so he's trying to talk serious shit about Hitler, and I just start <laughs> laughing my ass off. Right? <laughs> because because i'm wasted and you know i obviously i don't think it's funny that like hitler anything but i think i obviously thought it was funny that i called him i asked him if he was a jew right just because you're jewish (laughs) so i guess he got upset and like turned around to leave so i tried to like kind of like grab him from the waist and be like don't go dude you know but i grabbed his dick And he turned around and he was like, you grabbed my dick, dude. And my mom was like, I, "He was. I'm sure he didn't mean to grab your dick. And I was like, nah, I did it on purpose. <laughs> because, you know, that's my sense of humor. Yeah,
1: I knew, I knew as soon as you said that you grabbed it, <laughs> you were going to say that you did it on purpose.
0: And uh, yeah, so he didn't talk to me for the rest of the party. But apparently he didn't remember it either. So everything oh, ended good. up good. I stopped my I stopped my aunt from having sex with somebody who was younger than me. Uh, that was cool. I got her in trouble with one of her boyfriends because I texted her boyfriend, her, her real boyfriend's number to her other older boyfriend. Um, so that was weird. But that all worked <laughs> Wait, out perfectly what? fine. Yeah. Uh, well, I was trying to. I was trying. She, she was gonna fuck. My aunt was gonna fucking bang this this dude who's like four years younger than me, man. I was like, stop. You need to stop fucking doing that <laughs> like, <laughs> stop it god damn it so yeah so we had we had a wild time that was a wild party um and I I was fine like yes I was just tired but like you know Devin actually did a really good job uh stuffing me full of food and we had a we had a long talk yesterday and she was like you're not allowed to get drunk like that <laughs> it's like <laughs> I don't want to get drunk like that so if we can work together <laughs> To avoid Bacardi and uh, 99 Bananas and Fireball, which I don't even drink. Uh, you are drinking Fireball? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think I had, like, fucking, like, five shots of
1: Fireball. Well, okay. You can't just blame the Bacardi thing, can you?
0: <laughs> No, but, like, it's like, you know, I mean, when, like, when people's, like, broskies show up and they're, like, you know, making you one of them, they fucking throw you a thing of Fireball, you guess you're going to drink Fireball, even though it's embarrassing. And partially antifreeze. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> don't be, don't be that guy that goes to the bar and is like, "Yo, let's do fireball," because it's not cool. That's no, that's like not. That's like for that's for kids. Fireball. Everybody kids. will be
1: like, "Yeah." Well, in their mind, being like, "I fucking hate you." <laughs>
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When I think of kids' stuff, I think of like tricks and uh, Lucky Charms and Fireball. Yep, Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what I think of. So. so yeah. yeah, and so, Mike's hard lemonade. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Smirnoff Ice. Yep. And Seagrams. <laughs> 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 the like the like three mm-hmm, percent sugar mm-hmm. with like a, a dash of vodka. serums drinks. Yep. Um. So yeah. So that's uh, that's that was the things. I don't. I don't think there was any other things. I did do a music stream that went over pretty well for the people nice. that showed up. That was cool. Um. I watched it over to see like where I could improve, and so I'm gonna do another one sometime this week. And, uh, other than that, I was kind of, I mean, you were gone.
1: Yeah. I had friends in town, uh, this weekend. So I, uh, I hung out with them one night and, uh, we like went out to dinner and then our dinner got fucked up and they, they lost like me and Amy's like meal so like they they had to like find out where the fuck they put our food and and we waited for like 40 minutes and then we were going to another bar that's like a rooftop bar but the rooftop bar had like a half hour wait and then while we were on the list for the rooftop bar there was like an outdoor rave happening like across the street so we went to like this outdoor rave it it was very portland dude there was just like glowy shit and dancing and music like across the street from a hotel it fun (laughs) it was great yeah we went over there it was super cool there was all bunch of like cool glowy art and stuff so we hung out there for a while and then ended up going home and then went out yesterday again uh i went out shopping for for new clothes as well um because i have a wedding coming up and i was like fuck man i looked at my suit and it's a piece of shit uh yeah. it was like my grandfather's suit that suit's probably from like 1950
0: dude nice you gotta get like yeah. one of those leisure suits with like that cute uh kitty you wears
1: yeah, dude, I those, do need to dude. get one of those. So I'll anyway, those I, w- I went looking for a suit yesterday and a tie and a, and a basically I wanted to get a whole new ensemble so I would come in looking fresh for right. my friend's wedding. Right, and I found a really nice suit or not suit. I found a really nice uh, uh, button down shirt, dress shirt, and I didn't know this was a thing, but apparently they make dress shirts that are partially spandex. Would highly recommend it, dude. Okay, they feel like, like, a, like is silk. It like a girder. No, no, no. It's a regular dress shirt. It's made of polyester, like 90% polyester and just 10% spandex. But that combination feels like silk. Oh, okay. So it's super breathable. It's real nice. Yeah, yeah, obviously. That'll melt. Uh, Problem (laughs) is, I was like, oh, this is great. I found a tie that I really liked with it that'll work well with a dark suit. So I bought Mm -hmm. those two things. Problem is, I didn't think... That hey maybe since it's I'm gonna wear this with a suit maybe I should button it all the way up to see how it fits the neck part doesn't fucking fit me Um. so to button up that top button I have to like squish my neck in to itself and like partially choke myself so I don't know what I'm gonna do about that uh I'm I'm gonna have to figure I don't think that's something that you can like fix like going to a tailor or something no plus it's not like a regular think so. So I'm I may need to get a new one, but I really like it anyway. I really like the the shirt anyway, so I'm gonna keep it and I'll just wear it when I want to feel nice, you know. Cole just sent us a uh, picture of a megamine tie, and I love that's, it. That's that's pretty awesome, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I dude apparently suits died over the pandemic because nobody went to any formal events. You can't get suits, dude. I went I went really? to like Nordstrom Rack, you know, which mm-hmm. is like where where Nordstrom's clothes go to die. You know yeah. what I mean? Nordstrom's
0: also one of those uh, stores that was in that fancy mall.
1: Yeah. So, so for yeah. for people who don't know, Nordstrom, everybody knows what Nordstrom is. Big fancy. Their fucking pants are two hundred dollars. It's bullshit, right? That's Nordstrom. Close. Yeah, Nordstrom's rack is basically all the stuff that's like out of season now and they like cut it in half or even like more and you can go there and you can typically find stuff that you would never have bought before but it's suddenly affordable like i think the shirt that i bought was like originally 70 or 80 dollars, and i got it for 30 you know okay something yeah. like that like that's it's
0: still expensive for a shirt but yeah but it's like a Nordstrom. nice
1: dress shirt you know yeah. Yeah, that's like really Um,
0: good for Nordstrom.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I looked at the older suits there. I couldn't find one that I really liked that fit me well. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go to Nordstrom. Like the actual Nordstrom? Like the actual Nordstrom. Because let's say I have to pay $500 for a suit. But if I can get a suit that fits me really well, it'll last me a decade plus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a suit is an investment. And I'm willing to pay a little bit more for something nice that I think looks good on me. Uh, now that I'm not growing anymore, you know, and all that stuff. Cause like I, I haven't bought a suit in my adult life. So I was like, I'm willing to do that. I go to Nordstrom. They had less fucking suits there than they did at their rack. They had in total, I think eight suits, four were the same. And the other four were the same. So oh. I, I asked the people, it's was like, where the fuck are your suits? They're like, oh yeah, we don't have any suits. Suits died over the pandemic. Like nobody has them. Uh, you can go to this place around the corner and they'll measure you up and then they will ship it to you and they, they make them per person. Like, And I was like, great. Sounds good. I'll go there. It'll probably cost Yeah, sounds like $2,000. Awesome. Right. So <laughs> I, I did. I checked online before I went just to see how much it would cost. And they were in the $500 range. Okay. That's not which bad. Which is not for bad suit. for a fucking tailored suit. I was like, okay. So I go there and they're by appointment only. But the guy comes out and he's like, hey, do you guys have an appointment? And I was like, no, but uh, I I need a suit for a wedding. And the guy's like, oh, you two getting married? Because my girlfriend was there. I was like, no, I just need a suit for a wedding. He's like, oh, well, (laughs) why don't you come inside and we can get an appointment set up for you? I was like, okay. So I go inside and he's like, so when's the wedding? I was like, "Uh, I leave on August 30th for it. He's like, oh, okay, we can't help you.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. of course not. Yeah, I
1: was like, what? He's like, yeah, uh, you know, with our time schedule, even if I could get you in today, you probably wouldn't get it until the beginning of September. I was like,
0: well, just, fuck. Here's what you do, bro. JCPenney's got you covered. You just go down to JCPenney, <laughs> okay? Like, I know it's not uh-huh. the highest-end stuff, but, like, me and Devin were just there. They have plenty of suit stuff, you know? So mm-hmm. you, can just, you can get, like, a nice jacket. They even have, uh, they even have like, the uh, fucking vests and everything like that you can get Ooh. one at JCPenney.
1: Nah. well anyway point is couldn't get a and fucking Vases. suit but that that guy who told me that he couldn't help me he was also like mm, for a suit for somebody of your body type i would suggest going to and i was like fuck you buddy uh Where don't he call suggest me- going he suggested going to nordstrom and i was like i was just at nordstrom they don't have any he's like no 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 you went to the nordstrom in pioneer square you need to go to the nordstrom in washington square i promise you they have a million suits there so apparently i have to go like two fucking hours away to get a goddamn suit unless i take like a a lift or something and even like a lift it'll probably take me a half hour plus to get there i mean two hours is a lot better than
0: not arriving before the wedding.
1: <laughs> no, I agree with you. I agree. So sometime during the week, probably this week, I have to either spend my entire day on public transit to go and look at suits. Or I have to bite the bullet and probably spend like 60 plus dollars on lifts to go look at suits. Yikes. Yeah.
0: To just look.
1: To just look. Maybe not, not even. Find anything. Maybe not find anything. Yeah. Yikes. See, so that, that was my weekend.
0: Ladies. I know, I know that men, right? Men, we, men. we know, we know. Men, mm-hmm. okay. It is not easy
1: getting clothes for guys. Also, what, either. The, what like, the fuck? What the fuck are suit like sizes? No, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, dude. I I, don't know. The, the, I was looking. I was like. I don't know what any of these sizes mean. And Amy looks at me. She's like, don't look at me. I don't fucking know. And I was like, oh, uh, I started like looking, Googling on my phone. Of course, the first thing that comes up, I'm mean, at Nordstrom. The first thing that comes up when you look up suit sizing it, on Google is the Nordstrom website. Uh, I bet they paid money for that. But mm. like, you apparently there's GPS track to you. Yeah, it's apparently there's right. like three different types of suit. There's like a regular fit. There's a slim fit and there's a long fit. And mm-hmm. then, like each of those is accompanied by a, a number for like your chest size. Yeah, yeah, you have to have or your cool. like bust. Yeah, fucking measured and shit, basically. And like, obviously, I not have my. I'm, I'm shopping it like like uh, Nordstrom fucking clearance rack, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm. I don't know what the fuck my bust size is, so I just start trying on suits until I find one that fits, and I'm like, okay, this size. Apparently, I'm like a 34 regular. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, so that's the other thing that happened with me is that Devin, Devin had a doctor's appointment, so I went to the doctor and you know with her, and we were waiting for Miranda to, to come in. Her doctor is a old school mate of mine. In fact, mm. I used to I used to have a big thing for her uh, when we were in high school, but uh, she's a cute little redhead. She had a, like a big butt. Like I was I was into it, but her parents. <laughs> we're not into it (laughs) or like (laughs) they're like you cannot you cannot date that trash boy he is trash okay he's a trash boy you can't date him so she had to she had to blow it off because of her parents but anyway so um we were waiting for her and devin was like oh you haven't been waiting a while why don't you go step up on the scale scale so i stepped up on the scale and i was like just shy of 190 pounds that's too fucking heavy for me. I've never been. I mean, 180 was the heaviest I'd ever been. Mm-hmm. I'm now 190. That's when I decided I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm. I'm Jillian Michaels. Let's go. So I I I went and I got my old workout tape uh, that I used to use when I would get chubby. You know, because I used to smoke a lot of weed and eat a lot of cheese when I was mm-hmm. you know like 20. And Jillian Michaels. Every time, dude. 30 day shred 30 days she'll get you she'll get you in shape you'll lose 20 30 pounds and gain a bunch of muscles so that's that's what Dude, i'm doing send I'm, me that tape i will, yeah. I, will. I'll, I will i'll send you the login information for that perfect. YouTube account that i bought the tape on perfect um, it's gonna hurt bro like i'm just letting you know it is not fun it is listen, not I'm, fun i swear at that bitch the entire time like <laughs> fuck you jillian <laughs> listen you i'm not here to have fun too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's rough, but yeah, I mean, if, if you're down to do it, that'd be, that'd be great. Uh, oh, I, 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 I want to lose it.
1: some weight too, and I'm eating, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to eat right, although whenever people come in town, I don't eat right, uh, mm-hmm. because I want to take them all the good places.
0: I feel you. Well, but, I, and the thing is, is that this workout tape is meant for women, so it's not meant to get, you're not gonna come out looking like fucking, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. The, the, the idea is to get lean, lean. You know what I mean? It's gonna get rid of your love handles. It's gonna get rid of your pooch. It's gonna, you know, tighten up your legs and your arms and your mm-hmm, shoulders mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's it's definitely like, it's the way that I want to look. That's the workout video that I use. Yeah, so, I feel uh,
1: look I don't I don't give a shit about gaining a bunch of muscle. Uh, just trimming down is all I really care about. So yeah,
0: exactly. That's yeah. I just want to be. I just want to be thin again. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Or mm-hmm. like thinner. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a there's a certain Level that my body has reached, where like you know, my chest is a lot bigger than it used to be. You yeah, know what I mean, like I my feel you. my my rib cage and my hips are like equal. If my if not, my ribs might be a little bit fucking
1: wider than my hips. <laughs> you know, yeah. at this point. I, so it's I like, used to like I, I used to or or like I did a really good job dieting, and I got down to one hundred and sixty from like two hundred. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which was awesome, but then Covid happened, yeah. And a
0: lot of people gained weight there. Yeah,
1: I gained I gained back a lot of weight because of covid. So now I'm like, okay, covid's over. I can go out again. My depression is not solely like the only the the only way to get out of depression is not solely on buying food because there's other things to do now. So I need to get back onto the diet. I need to get back into doing like healthier stuff for me and, and start taking that weight back off. So if you have something that works well, I want to see it. I want to try it. And then I'll hate myself, but it'll work. (laughs) Jillian Michaels works really well. You got to do
0: it every day, though. That's the only thing that sucks. So like that on the days when you wake up and you're like, oh, my God, like yesterday, yesterday, I didn't do it because I was recovering from um, getting blackout drunk. Like, I haven't gotten blackout drunk since I was like 19, dude. Yeah, I hear you. Like you and you have seen me drink before, and I, I have. have my memory for my memory to go with like that. What? What the <laughs> fuck, dude? <laughs> like, It's just I I don't I don't know what happened, but I called my mom the day after, and she was like, I was like, hey, I just want to say I'm sorry, you know. I know that you like dealt with me. She's like, you don't have to apologize for anything. Like that kind of stuff happens. I was like, who the fuck are you? Who are you? Who is this I'm talking to? <laughs> and um. I was just like, look, like I don't know. I just she's like, sometimes that happens. The drink sneaks up on you, you, you know. You just you, like you're fine, you're fine, blah blah. blah. So what, whatever. But goddamn, Whew. that was that was that was a day. So yeah, it sounds like a day. Um, I watched. Uh oh oh okay. So I have a correction to make from our last podcast. Um, Drake Bell did not show up at Josh Peck's wedding, but there uh. was. Beef because Drake wasn't invited, ah. okay. so I did dream that up, kind of halfway. All right, just wanted to disambiguate that. Um, I Would also watched- official apology to Drake Bell. <laughs> no, fuck that guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I watched. Uh, I watched this like video. I watched two videos on Drake Bell, so I watched like the uh, videos like what happened to this guy, and then I watched the other video where it was like Drake and Josh makes its return with. <laughs> with drake bell's like guilty plea so mm-hmm. drake bell like pleaded guilty to everything right that he did like that's why he got in tr- that's that That remember when i was like i'm surprised that he got in trouble because with cases like that it's very difficult to prove that somebody did anything wrong he just like pled he just pled guilty to all of it. it like the judge was like just so you know you are going against the advice of your lawyers and he's like yeah Uh, yeah i think yeah okay (laughs) like he just looks so fucking stupid doing it i mean i'm glad i'm glad he played guilty like good for him obviously he did something wrong and apparently he might feel a little bit bad about it but um you know he's been like living in mexico dude i have no believe it or not i don't keep up with drake bell drake bell is huge (laughs) in mexico dude really always has been i guess so like once his career started falling apart. He just went to Mexico and started releasing like his music is huge in Mexico. So no he just shit. started releasing a bunch of music in Mexico and like you know a lot of it is like Spanish and shit like that. So strange. Um any other like news things going on before we jump into our anime week?
1: Well, the the Olympics are happening, but I haven't watched fucking any of it. The only thing that I've heard is that they're using a ton of like Video game and anime music and shit in the Olympics.
0: That sounds awesome. I feel really, really, really bad for Tokyo. Or for yeah, Japan same. as a whole. Because, I mean, they've been looking forward to the fucking... The Tokyo 2020 Olympics since, like, the 80s, dude. Since Mm -hmm. like the, like the Los Angeles Olympics, man. Like, you know, it's been in multiple anime and manga, like all sorts of stuff, dude. It's super, it's super sad that they got fucked out of it, but it's also like, I don't know. I feel like they could have just kind of maybe, uh, you know, not like just waited, just wait. Why, why couldn't the whole Olympic committee just fucking wait and do the Olympics when you can actually do the Olympics the way they're supposed to be done.
1: I, I don't, know, I, man. I don't get it. Like I, I, don't, I don't understand, understand. it. There, there's a whole bunch of like money issues behind it and shit. But like, it feels bad for them. But also, I just don't, I don't give a fuck about the Olympics, dude. Like it, I just don't care. That's fair. You know, right. Twitter keeps trying to make me care.
0: Every oh, time yeah, I'm on I,
1: Twitter, I keep getting promoted tweets of like, when "The U.S. men's swimming team won like four medals or what." I'm like, stop. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, it's it's sad. There was uh, one really cool thing that I don't know if it was the Olympics that it happened at, but uh, this kid landed the fucking ten eighty, dude. I saw that. I saw you tweet that. It was he's a kid, man. Yeah. So yeah. like when Tony Hawk landed the nine hundred in the nineties, it was. I mean, it was like the the. Craziest fucking thing, you know. It was, mm-hmm. it was something that was thought to be impossible, right? Because the rotation is too fast, um, to to land safely, right? Mm-hmm. And then this kid fucking comes out of nowhere, and and does a ten eighty, and he, he he wasn't on a he wasn't on a mega ramp. This was just mm-hmm. a regular fucking vert ramp, and he landed so far down in the ramp, but he pulled it off. It was like I'm trying to I'm trying to fucking I'm trying to find the the tweet. His name, uh, uh, yeah, GUI Curry, GUI Curry, Guy Curry, I don't know, uh, G U I, might be Guy, might be GUI, but like, holy fuck, it, he looks like he's thirteen. Yeah, he looks like he looks under sixteen for sure. And and it, it's just this gnarly fucking mute grab, and he just whipped. He's whipped it, dude. Oh man, mm-hmm. I'm watching it right now. It's so fucking cool. That that was awesome. Go, kid. Fucking skateboarding has just come to exactly cool. Breaking the fucking skateboard physics, dude. Like the this generation of skateboard kids is like out of fucking control. They're actually doing things that like people only thought were possible in Tony Hawk video games. Yeah, and it's like, obnoxious.
1: He, yeah, like I mean, it, it's a ridiculous. He barely makes that last half turn. Yeah, to get it like all but he the did, way. But down. he did it. He yeah. fucking did
0: it, though, dude. Like, holy shit, crazy. Anyway, um, I can't. I can't think of anything else that's that's necessarily going on or not. Um,
1: yeah, I haven't looked at my notes, but that's okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, we got the we got the charity coming up. Hopefully, we'll get that video out this week. Um, that's really my fault. Everybody can blame me. I've just been. I've obviously i had to do phone calls and interviews and stuff like that but um oh there is is one more thing
1: that maybe you want to talk about what's up what uh you you read about all the blizzard shit that's been going on right yeah blizzard's a bad
0: terrible video game company who knew uh, yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. everybody's
1: like oh my god
0: blizzard what the fuck and i'm like oh my god blizzard does it again they're so shitty dude blizzard is so fucking shitty and they have been for years. I mean, remember when our uh, our buddy uh what's her face got laid off? Mm-hmm. Uh Brittany, yeah, Bethany. Bethany, Bethany, Bethany got fucking laid off and like she was she was like important to that company, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And now there's what like a bunch of like
1: sexual scandals basically. Oh yeah. going on. Extreme like sexual harassment at like every level. And and yeah. it's just like people are like, "Wow, how is this happening?" It's like They made Overwatch. This happens (laughs) happens at, like, so many gaming companies. Oh, yeah, Ubisoft. Ubisoft has been
0: constant. It's been a constant thing. Nobody fucking pays attention to it because gamers are fucking assholes like that's Mm -hmm. just what it comes down to like if you if you consider yourself a gamer like not somebody who plays video games not somebody who enjoys the medium not somebody who like spends their time playing video if you are a fucking gamer dude then Mm -hmm. you're probably a piece of shit and uh you should probably like try and divorce yourself from that uh i don't know click like i don't know what else to call it because like, like I like gamers are just as bad as like fucking like you know neo fascist hardcore kids like they they it's all the same it's all the same propaganda it's all the same fucking like oh whammens no whammens in my fucking game like blah 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 like yeah it's girls the same energy constantly yeah there's so much fucking racism dude and mm-hmm. it, and a lot of it is because it it's it's I mean it's very inselly right. It, yeah, like, dude. It, I mean, I told you about, about, about the
1: time I was playing Rocket League and, and somebody called the other team a Jew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember if I told that on this podcast or not, but but I was playing Rocket League. My team won. I was supposed to play with randoms. And then uh, the one person on my team called the other team a bunch of Jews. And I said, I'm a Jew. And he said, oh, well, that's just something we say in California. And I said, I live in California. And then he left. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling me about that. But yeah, it's like it's like. Gaming, especially like competitive gaming, you know, we're talking like Fortnite, Rocket League, obviously, FIFA, that kind of shit. It's like mm-hmm. people God. are so toxic. Call of Duty, uh, every Blizzard game, people are so fucking toxic. And it's the same thing that we were talking about last time the same thing with ninja the video game companies don't want to fucking do anything about it because they're disgusting nasty corporations who don't give a shit about how anybody feels they don't give a shit about how anybody's treated all they want is their fucking money and the problem is is that the women who go to work in the video game industry they go in there knowing for a fact that it's going to be difficult right Mm -hmm. because it's quote-unquote like a boys club and it Mm -hmm. is but the reason that it's difficult is because these men are continuing to make it difficult for them. And if you don't believe yep. me, just go look up what's going on at, at fucking Blizzard. It's disgusting.
1: Yeah, and it's the same thing with uh, any like uh, programming, uh, you know, job or or coding job or you know anything in that sphere. Also, is like I think it's like eight percent women. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just you know? it,
0: it was it's the same thing with uh fucking doctors it's the same thing with Mm -hmm. teachers like like literally right now quote men's professions and
1: you know it's just Mm -hmm. like literally right now i think i've talked about how amy is uh uh doing coding school right now right yeah uh in one of her cohorts five of the guys so far have been expelled for sexual harassment (laughs) jesus christ like five And that's not all of them. That's just the worst ones. Mm. She has been dealing with it constantly every day. Yeah. Every single day. She has a story for me about how she was sexually harassed. Yeah. It's it's insane
0: when it comes to that environment. Right. Uh, And, Mm -hmm. and I went to school for, for programming. Like, you know, I met hundreds of people that were going into, to be programmers, it professionals, software development, all that kind of stuff. And most the people who do well and graduate are a lot of like kids that didn't fucking do anything growing up. Mm -hmm. They didn't really have a lot of friends and they spent all their time on the computer. And that's how they learned to code. Like they went into school already knowing how to code. They just didn't know how to code with etiquette. Right. So like what you learn in school, if you already know how to code is how to code with other people basically. So to, to make your code look a certain way so other people can understand it. Right? right. And it's like the, the difference between somebody like that and a fucking incel, you know, is, is minimal, right? Mm-hmm. It Like, like to cross over that boundary is, is, is it's as easy as like fucking putting your pinky in the water. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, you're right there. You're already not getting fucking laid. Probably, you know, I (laughs) I am generalizing here, obviously, but you know, and, and the, but the women who go in go because they love like the art and the video games and like all that kind of stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. We definitely had some, like, we definitely had some chicks in there that, grew up the same way where they just like didn't have a lot of friends and just spent all their time on the computer for sure. Sure. But sure. They're also not sitting around and like, you know, talking about the dude's dicks. Like they're just not. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting it's not, how
1: there's no women incels, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I I feel, I mean, maybe I'm a little biased here, but I feel like it's kind of hard to be involuntary. Cel- uh, involuntarily celibate as a lady, you know what I mean? Like, I, uh, who was I talking to, uh, my, my, uh, Devin's dad's girlfriend was telling me like, you know, she was like, it is, she's like, it's different. You know, you could just like walk in somewhere and you just have to not say no, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. instead of, instead of like try, you know? So I guess there's a difference. I'm sure there's, I don't know. I don't know if there's a woman out. Like you, you don't hear about women in cells at least. I'm sure there's a dark, dark, dark corner of the web where they exist, but I have you ever heard about it? No. Neither have I. It's weird. And you know it what? It's probably because they're not as upset about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, guys definitely guys definitely have the urge to coom. So, you know, it and it, it is definitely a thing that's driven by hormones and whatnot. But to direct the anger towards anybody else but yourself is... I mean, that's the problem with the world, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> like people just yep. can't take responsibility yep. for the fact that they have no fucking social skills. Like, like even if you're ugly well, as fuck, he, right? He's and not and even I'm not that. calling you ugly, like,
1: like, or or that you treat people like shit. Mm-hmm. Like, are well, I mean, you're surprised that people don't want to be around you when you're fucking being an asshole to them. Let alone or, let you or penetrate disparaging them? their gender. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah, Or like, like the way you talk and the way you act already says a lot about how you are in the sack or, or even whether you're a fucking virgin or not and nobody wants to be with somebody who is a fucking asshole virgin because you're not going to know what you're doing and you're probably going to end up fucking hurting somebody okay mm-hmm. so like just like learn how to be polite first don't go into don't go into these relationships expecting sex sex is not it is not your your right as no. a human being to have sex with another human being it is your privilege yes it is your biological function at the basis level but it is not your right to have sex unless you've entered into some kind of really, really sketchy cons like contract. Um, but you know, you probably shouldn't be around where anyone or anything where you could get that kind of contract. And I think those are illegal. Probably. I don't know. I'm sure there's loopholes around it. I mean, billionaires, am I right? Right. But, uh, anyway, yeah, it's just like, don't be a fucking asshole. Stop being a fucking asshole. (laughs) It's not hard. It's not hard to not be an asshole. It isn't. It isn't. You just have to like, like anime and video games is not a, it's not educational
1: fucking material for how to be a normal human being, (laughs) you know, 99.9% of the time, if you're looking at anime and being like, that looks like a good relationship, you're wrong.
0: Yeah, like that is not how how you get a girl. Yeah, like that is not how you get a girl. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) You are not. You are not senpai. And if you if you wall plant, what whatever, what do they call it? Mm Is that thing where you put the hand against the wall? Oh, I don't
1: fucking remember. Somebody knows wall slam. I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, wall slam. If you wall wall slam somebody, they're probably gonna kick you in the nuts or pepper spray you or cry. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like. Yeah. It, have the relationship before you can before you do the wall slam, all right? You know? And and if you're going to have a safe word. <laughs> okay? Cuz if somebody wall slammed me, I would be very uncomfortable. Yes, yeah, I don't like being that close to somebody's face. All right? So mm-hmm. That's your lesson for today. Tyler, how was yep. your anime week? Thank you for waiting.
1: Man, I gotta tell you, I've been having a great time with anime right now. Are you? Uh, because all I all I'm doing is watching Ranma and Dragon Maid. Although I'm behind on Dragon Maid because I've been watching Ranma. So you, you, yeah, like Devin. I don't. I think we were at. We
0: might have been at the steakhouse. You when were you driving.
1: Us. Uh, oh, okay, that's what it was. You were driving to, I think, a, a doctor's appointment or something. I don't remember. Mm, mm. Um, that's what. But it was. yeah, I, I had messaged you. Um. About I don't remember what like recording or something, and then Devin responded because you were driving in the car, obviously. Uh, and I and I messaged her. I was like, "By the way, just let me know that I'm loving Ranma because we're we're gonna cover it soon." Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, "All right, I got to get on this. I got to start watching it." Uh, I blew through the first season in like a day or less. Oh, I would shit. say, like, yeah, I, I've really been enjoying it. I didn't watch any this weekend, but I'm gonna get back on it today. Um, it's it's just it's fun. It's funny. Uh, you know, it's definitely racist towards Chinese people, but that doesn't come up too often. Um, yeah. I mean, well, you met shampoo, right? Oh yeah.
0: Okay. I mean, she never loses the the accent. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> the, ac- the the quote the air bunnies air bunnies accent of yeah, why yeah. you know like shampoo, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <you> know. <laughs> but I yeah I mean I, I, the the whole accent thing is always a little weird to me. When it when it comes to quote unquote racism, you know what I mean? Because like, mm-hmm. for for instance, uh, I I was taking some Japanese lessons and I learned how there's no inflection in Japanese, right? So like, where I would say, you know, ryoga, right? It's mm-hmm. just Ryoga. There's yeah. no there's no emphasis on any words. So like, if you were to speak English, like you were speaking japanese it would be it would be like hello my name is or yeah like hello my name is mike i am a boy you know it's almost it's almost robotic there is no tonal inflection in anything there's no long sounds nothing like that mm. um so you know it, it, and it, it's just weird right because you do like I, I mean i don't know how many times i've been to like Chinese food restaurants or something like that. And like, you know, I order something, the lady turns around and screams it the back. She's like three park bun, you know, <laughs> like something like, that you know? mm-hmm. like, so is it racist or is it accurate or is it a stereotype or like, is it offensive? I don't fucking know because I'm white and speak English, you know, like I don't get offended when British people or German people try to sound American, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, like in Lucifer with, uh, with Michael. Yeah. 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 Like, like the main character of Lucifer is actually British. Right. So that's like his, I'm sure he doesn't talk quite as posh as he does in the show, but like he does an American accent, you know, he does it pretty well too, but you can yeah. tell that he's like really trying to get those R's out when he's talking, you know, he kind of has a
1: little bit of a nasally thing too. Right. So which which works sure for the character that ours. he's doing there too. Yeah, exactly. It, it makes them sound shittier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know. It's 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 that
0: has well, always g- been on l- the. Let me
1: put it this way: while obviously I'm not Chinese, I'm not. I can't say for sure. I would imagine that there would be some Chinese people being like, "The fuck," you know. I'm gonna, you know, what as as white men,
0: it is our duty to teach ourselves about these things and not ask other people. So that is true. Is um accent impersonation racist question mark comedy foreign accents are they ever a good idea um okay this is from uh, the BBC news all right um from hello governor to good Ice Bolt we've all done it mimicked another region for an accent uh david cameron did it this week when he tried to impersonate the australian prime minister um yeah 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 mimicking the australian accent all right we're so we're talking about white on white mimicry um gillard thought it was good news for sheila's everywhere although it went down well in the room with applause and laughter uh, one news website described it as perhaps one of the worst Aussie accents in history. Okay. We're not talking about whether it's good or bad. Um, all right. So is it right to mimic accents? Can it just be plain rude or simply not very funny? See, that's, that's the other thing. Like, that's like, you know, it, I think context has a lot to do with it as well. You know it what does. I mean? So like, yeah. Like, my Why? buddy Jamie is Taiwanese. So if mm-hmm. I went up to him, I was like, oh, hello, Jamie. You know, <laughs> like, obviously
1: that's fucking, that's racist. But right, well, I, when I, I feel do- like intent matters also, and, and how accurate it is, right? Because there's yeah. definitely racial accents that you can do that are stereotypes that are racist, right? But if you're yeah. accurate, if you're trying to accurately depict the accent, then I think, like, like for example, I know that Trevor Noah did a special on Netflix years ago where he mm-hmm. probably does 15 different accents. Uh, you know like he he does a white guy and he does like a russian guy and he does i i like he does like nelson mandela and he does barack obama and he does like all sorts of shit right Mm -hmm. uh but it's all really clean (coughs) and accurate you know Yeah. so i don't think anybody ever took offense to it because you're like okay you're portraying these people correctly i don't know if ronma well you see that's the thing right is like we do hear those things sometimes, like restaurants and whatnot. So th- there is some level of accuracy to it, but it's hard to. Uh, so I I've, I've been watching Ranma in English, and I don't know if that's a mistake or not. Um, it's good. It's a good dub. It is a good dub. Uh, a good I, dub. I, I'm, I'm curious how the the Chinese guy sounds in, and and how shampoo sounds in the Japanese uh, dub.
0: They still speak broken, so okay. but it's you know it's ja- it's broken Japanese. So to me, it's it's all kind of gibberish. Right, right. We you know? we don't
1: know because like, I'm I'm curious if it's like somebody who does it sound like somebody who is trying to speak Japanese as a second language, or does it sound racist? Like I don't fucking know. You yeah, know, like exactly. because because the English uh the the English does sound stereotypically racist, but the, there are examples of that being true, but they, they didn't need to do that for every single character that's Chinese, you know? No. Like,
0: <laughs> So Sean Rutledge is a comic and voice artist, and he's done a lot of voices in his world tour of English regional accents and dialects, which is a YouTube video series, and it garnered many fans. There were also some people who loathed it. Uh, it was banned on YouTube countless times, and I received a lot of hate mail, he says. And uh, basically there are certain groups that don't like to be lampooned. He says in the UK, it was the, the liver Right. So the people, people in the UK who can't talk like this, right from Liverpool, mm-hmm. apparently they don't like to be talked in their accent or whatever. So, uh, you know, um, I was cartoon, like very stereotypical a bit like Henry Enfield, Souser's calm down routine, yada, yada, yada. Um, This guy, Rutledge, says people should be free uh, free to speak in any accent they want. No one could believe that one white Anglo-Saxon head of government was going to offend another white Anglo-Saxon head of government by imitating their accent. Um, If I'm talking to someone and I'm recounting an encounter with a traffic warden, I will switch from narrator into a different character. If the traffic warden was Nigerian, for example, you may find it entertaining or you may find it racist, depending on how you look at things. Yeah. I mean, so like for instance, right. Uh, when I worked at CNS, um, there was, uh, a forklift operator who was an Asian dude. Um, I can't remember his name at the time and we didn't mm-hmm. get along at first. Right. Cause I was, I was new, I was in the way I was slow, blah, blah, blah. Right. I remember one time, like, I, you know, it's the middle of the fucking night. I'm the only dude in the aisle. This guy's like whipping around like he always does. I think his name was Charlie. Um, uh, and, uh, he comes flying down the aisle and like knocks some boxes off of my fucking thing with his hand. He's like, he's like, what's wrong with you and your big round blue eyes? Think you can see whole aisle. Don't think anybody's here with you. Next time, knock over your whole fucking pallet. Get out of the way. You know, and that's how he talked. <laughs> like. So when I recount that, like, that's how that's how I say it. Obviously, it's like a little bit of comedy, but it's also actually like fucking exactly accurate the way that it came off, you know, mm-hmm. uh, right here. It says Chinese comes off badly. Also uh, Indian, Nigerian or West African. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of like, I don't know. I it, like, there's really, there's no, there's no way to like really.
1: Well, yeah. It, and here to be a... subjective to the person, right. Um, yeah. You know, because it, but I, I think it depends on intent. Uh, a large right. part of it. Um, yeah. Like, if you're trying to make somebody laugh because of the accent, yeah, you're probably being racist. You know? Yeah. If you're trying to accurately depict what somebody said to you in the way that they said it to you, then no. You're just trying to be accurate to what happened.
0: Yeah. Because um, the funny thing is that, like, I mean, obviously, it's America. He's Asian. He can't technically be racist. But he called me fucking round eye. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, um. <laughs> So here's here's a, a website um, that says mocking accent spreads unjust offensive stereotypes. Uh, so,
1: but again, girl... that's mocking accents, right? Yeah, I- but it's like, the same idea of what what is the intent of what you're doing?
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And that's the thing is like when it, you know, whenever I do an accent, I don't do it to like mock. I do it because personally, like for somebody with like a musical ear, I love the sound of different accents, you know, like, mm-hmm. like Polly's segment, for instance, in, uh, operation appreciation. Like I think Polly has an awesome voice. agree with that. It has that, that, that German smudge to it. And it's really good. But here's the thing. So this girl says, you know, I was sitting in class when the person next to me began imitating an Indian accent. Um, at first it seemed like lighthearted fun, but then they mentioned words like curry and cheaper. I grew annoyed. Right. So, mm-hmm. so that's, that's like what, so, you know, she's talking about like the, uh, you know, oh, thank you, come again, like that kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. that idea of, you know, you're not really, I don't think it's the accent in that situation. I think it's the connotation behind what you're saying, because you're not, you're not like, you're not like, this is how Indian people talk. You know, you're saying... Indian people work at gas stations and say, thank you. Come again. Every single time you fucking go there. You know right. and it, Like there's a, diff- like there's a difference between it. And I think there are always going to be people who hardline the shit out of that.
1: Right. Um, there absolutely will be. Yeah. And, and I, I think there's I,
0: also people who will think that, you know, it's interesting or funny or worth the vocal technique learning to, you know, learn how to do accents, especially right. if you're a character actor for fuck's sake. I mean, mm-hmm. It always comes down to the question: Is it racist? And if you have to ask, it probably is. Yep. But then again, I don't know. This is, this is one of those. This is one of those fine lines.
1: Yeah, but, but anyway, uh, we we were talking about Ronma. Ronma, uh, right? Yeah. I don't think there's a lot
0: of Chinese stereotyping in Ronma. I don't think so either.
1: Um, yeah, at least not from what I've seen so far. Mm. Um, like shampoo is like from like an Amazonian tribe. Yeah. Which doesn't exist in China. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I, I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool.
0: Yeah. And, and the thing is, is her voice actor, you know, she's not like, Oh, like shampoo, love Rama. You know, she's like shampoo, love Rama. You know, it's not, it's not this over exaggerated Chinese accent.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't but, know about but, the guide. Was the guide bad? <sighs> he seemed pretty bad. Um, yeah. He also looked more racist, I want to say. Like, shampoo doesn't literally look stereotypical. Yeah. Well, at know? least for the time.
0: Yeah. Because, yeah. like, a lot of the Chinese people in Ranma are in, um, I mean, almost like what Mao Zedong was always seen wearing
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> with,
0: with a hat with a star on it. But yep. Ranma also wears a hat with a star on it all the time, too. Right. So it's well, he it's, he wears
1: uh, he wears Chinese clothes the majority the of time. the time yeah
0: yeah yeah so it's it's
1: yeah but, but anyway <laughs> in terms of the actual anime and the story itself I'm really enjoying it uh, I, I I think the the gender bending that they do is really interesting mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of tits in that show oh yeah, my god. yeah but it's like all Ranma more like yeah almost all like. Yeah. It, it, it's it's all him in his in his girl form, um, yeah. and it, it, it's it's well done considering you know like yeah. I, I, I there's a lot of uh discussion about like you know is Rama one half sexist or is it you know homophobic ahead of, homophobic or is it ahead of its time and based on the fact that a the author was a woman. Mm-hmm. and the time period that it came out and from what I've seen so far I think it was just ahead of its time I think it is definitely um y- you know I I I don't think it's disparaging any of those people I think it is very much saying like th- this is interesting and cool you know like yeah. but this I, I mean and if
0: you think about Ronma right mm-hmm. as a martial artist um that is, you know, the successor to the 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 Tendo dojo, right. basically, and the Tendo way of school. Like, he was raised to be the very stereotypical, you know, almost toxic masculinity male stereotype. Absolutely, like he has to deal with being half woman. Right. I mean, that's the idea. Ron, half. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's half.
1: Yeah, and, and it's like he has to deal with shit like people hitting on him constantly. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, in it, 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 how he deals with that is really interesting. And in like, it, it, I think it's really cool that it sort of gives, you know, the idea of men, put yourself in women's shoes. Yeah. Constantly.
0: Yeah. And, 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 you know, what's funny is it gets weirder too, because like there's certain points throughout where like he'll actually go out on dates as a girl with guys. mm usually it's to get what he wants, sure. but that's all. There's also some social commentary there where it's like, wouldn't you do the same thing? You know, mm-hmm. if, yeah, like yeah. if you, if you got this fucking person who's like, uh, what's the sword guy's name? I can't remember his name. Uh, um, Kuma. Is that it? Kuma? Yeah. Something like that. Kuma, Yeah. Uh, Kuma senpai or whatever. Um, yeah. Like it, it, it it's, it's very interesting. Um, so I finished reading it, uh huh, and it was a lot, dude. Like, I think the anime is the way to go, to okay. be to be honest, because um, there is actually a lot of filler in the anime. Um, there's characters that were created just for the anime, from like what I've seen. Um, but what's interesting is like. <sighs> There's there's 38 tankoban volumes mm-hmm. of Ranma. That is a lot. You know that's like that's like over 380 chapters because some of yeah. them have more chapters than others. Um, and I bought all of it because I wanted to support you know uh, the manga and I wanted to support uh, Rumiko Takahashi because I lo- I love her work. Um, I've been looking into getting my hands on Inuyasha, but that's one of the ones that's just gonna take. like I just can't do it right now it's Kuno Um, by the way Kuno that's what it is okay so so I would say out of the 38 volumes maybe 12 are relevant wow maybe and most of it is like the beginning and then there's a couple chapters here and there like in the middle that have some progression you know um like uh Ranma gets, you know, his special move, more or less, and, you know, etc, etc. But for the most part, 95% of that manga is gags. It's just, uh, it's just, like, funny of the week. I mean, most of the chapters are standalone. Some of them have, like, maybe one or two to three or four chapters, like, in succession of the same story. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. it's like, what's happening with these guys this week. You know, like it, it was very um I was hoping more for this consistently growing romance between Akane and Rama. Um right. which you get, but it is not the focus and it is doled out so slowly over so long. And I don't want to say that the ending was bad but i would say that because it wasn't especially the last the last two uh Tonkabon volumes mm-hmm. were awesome super cool right like and and the funny thing is you can see inuyasha forming throughout this manga like you can see where inuyasha is going to come mm-hmm. um like if you take ranma or ryoga it, more more Ryoga. If you take Ryoga, take his hair off and put Inuyasha's hair on him, it's the same character. Yeah. You know, like I can see that. The, yeah, it's there's there's instead of a pig, he's a he's a dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There's just there's a lot of development. Um and the one thing that I can say is that the art and the the gags are fucking consistent. I mean, I don't think there is a single thing that Rumiko could have done in addition like she was able to come up with every fucking weird wild out of this world situation that she could put all of these characters into and did it like i mean there's some of the stupidest shit
1: that i have ever seen in my life yeah dude i just watched a fucking like martial arts skating competition (laughs) yeah (laughs) wait till you get
0: into like uh the the onom, onomiyoko versus uh like takoyaki martial arts competition where like you know like they're like throwing fucking japanese pizza and octopus balls at each other <laughs> and like the dude with the octopus balls his octopus balls explode but the oh no uh onomo onomo uh, onomia uh omonomiyaki omonomiyaki that's what it is is like you know it's bigger so you can't fire it off as as quickly but you know it's more impactful and like this dude has been wearing this octopus mask his whole life because he was challenged you know as a kid and lost the challenge and all he wants to do is reclaim his go- glory so he can take his fucking octopus mask off like and this is just like a chapter in the middle of this fucking nowhere in the middle of this fucking manga like it, it's it's incredibly creative and it ran and did well alongside some of the greatest comic books to ever come out of japan including dragon ball uh fist of the north star uh city hunter all of those mm-hmm. they were all going at the same time and ranma was right there keeping up at, at like I think people just loved it you know yeah it's crazy have you gotten have you met Haposai yet no. the old man Okay. No, he's gonna piss you off. He's okay. obnoxious. He is fucking obnoxious. And also, uh, Cole's right. Ranma's dad is a terrible father. Um, oh yeah. I mean, just like the worst. <laughs> like, it just once Ranma's mother gets involved, like. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, it, so so this isn't a spoiler, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So. Ranma's dad, like, Ranma's mom isn't around, obviously. Well, she's around. She's fine. Um, But Ranma's dad took Ranma away when Ranma was a little kid and Mm -hmm. promised his wife that he would make Ranma the manliest man who ever existed at the uh, the cost of (sighs) seppuku
1: and gave his wife a
0: sword uh, to behead him. If the next time she met Ranma, he wasn't,
1: you know, the pillar of of masculinity. Which is right? already just like such a shitty thing to do to your son. Dude, sure. I saw a kid I saw a kid uh at Macy's uh who was rocking these dope pink shoes that faded white in the back. And I was like, yeah. This kid's dad is a good dad. For letting <laughs> him wear pink shoes and not being pissed off that the kid wanted pink shoes. I was like, Good on you. That's true.
0: Yeah yeah so so as you can probably imagine this promise has created a lot of problems because ranma is half woman so (laughs) yeah there's a whole lot of like craziness that goes down with ranma's mom over like you know fucking 180 chapters (laughs) so it's like yeah it's just it's 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 crazy. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I'm really glad you're enjoying it. The The anime will be much easier to get through. And like if you find yourself getting stuck in a couple of episodes where you're like, eh, just check the filler guide because there is a fuck mm-hmm. ton of filler, dude. It's yeah, mostly we'll, we'll filler, take a look at that, which um, is interesting, considering they had so much material to work from. Right. Yet they still created their own stories. And honestly, the filler is good. Mm hmm. Yeah, it is. But the the skate martial arts that is canon, <laughs> just so you
1: know. <laughs> okay, good to know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. That, that's all I've really been watching uh, in terms of anime. It's just that. Um, okay. Yeah, obviously, like we watched Dead Leaves uh, between I think the last recording in this one, and that was super awesome. And we're probably gonna make a video on it. That's that's the intention. Yeah, like yeah. I feel
0: like you know we owe people an extra video because the next video is gonna be about the charity. Um, and then we should probably get a, a real video out after that. I think Dead Leaves will be perfect for that, and it'll give you more time to get to acquainted go through with Rana. Rana. Yep. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, so there's that. I, um, I already
1: started writing a Dead Leaf script. Good. Um, I'm happy not,
0: about that. I was going to ask you to.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't written a lot of it. I will okay. say that, but That's I fair. will read you because, like, I was I was honestly busy this weekend, so I just like didn't have the time to keep writing, but I wrote, let me me just redo the first sentence of the script. Deadlies is the anime equivalent of having a hero dose level of psychedelic drugs pumped directly into your corneas directly through your corneas and into your brainstem. (laughs) Mm, mm. That's accurate. Yeah. I was like, that's, that's a pretty good way to start a a video.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I would say amphetamines too. It's it's like a lot of psychedelics and infinite, basically stuff you shouldn't mix. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, Dead Leaves was a lot of fun. It was really good. It's a it's the quickest fifty minutes that you'll ever experience. Um, oh my god, it's so fast, dude. I would I recommend it. Um, it just for doesn't me, stop. I, I watched all the Beast Stars season two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't really like it. Womp, womp. Yeah, it, like, it's not that I, okay, so it's not that I didn't like it, because it was really well done, the music is fantastic, the animation is amazing, um, obvi- obviously, there's still the core themes of, like, you know, the idea of, like, the predators and the, and the you know, the prey and stuff like that, but they really took, um, the bunny out of the picture a lot. Uh, she really was wasn't. Her name? It, huh? Was her name Haruto? I don't know. Okay. He calls her, he calls her Halchan. Huh? So it might be, it might be Haru. I don't, I don't, I don't remember the bunny's name because she was barely around. Um, <laughs> so, so, uh, it's, it's definitely, oh, it's just Haru. Haru. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so Haru is really not in it very much. Um, you know, she has a couple conversations with the Goshi like here and there, but the, it's more about Legoshi trying to figure out what he's supposed to do with his power. And obviously like a lot of that has to do with how he feels about Haru. Um, But it was, it's hard. It's hard with anime, right? Because, you know, like you have to tell the story that the manga is telling, Mm -hmm. but manga runs different than anime does. Like we wait, years for 12 episodes of anime to come out whereas you know a slow section of manga can be done in five chapters like so this is definitely like a slower part of b stars and it's heavily focused on legoshi and uh the the deer guy um uh ruiz um right and, uh, like, like Ruiz's part is really cool. And, honestly, Lagoshi's part is really cool. Uh, but the whole climax and the main kind of um, conflict, you know, that peaks at the very last episode is, it's just, it wasn't anywhere near as good as as the first season, as, as far as I'm concerned. Um, okay. So, I don't really want to do a video on it. I don't okay, think it's worth that's it. I don't think I have enough to say about it. I mean, that is unless you watch it and you really like it because everybody sees things differently. So, right. Yeah. I haven't
1: seen a ton of people talking about it like they were the first season, mm. um, which surprised me. It's because everybody you know? loves a
0: bunny, dude.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, everybody does love the bunny for sure. Um, You know, but. I guess Space Jam came out, so everybody got an over-sexualized bunny. Um, <laughs> oh, dude, she's way under-sexualized. Now. No, no, she, I know, I know. She's like
0: 35, no boobs. <laughs> over. Lola Bunny's done. Guys,
1: Lola Bunny's, Lola Bunny's done. It's but yeah, okay. I, uh, I I don't know. I, I, I may take a look at it. I may not. I haven't really decided yet, uh, but it's not, like, on my list of, like, priorities. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely worth,
0: worth a watch, but it's not, like... It's not going to drum up, like, Odd Taxi, you know, kind of, like, newsworthy stuff. Um, I checked out some of the stuff that's coming out this season. Nothing really, like, stuck out there. I mean, also, like, everything's at episode four. yeah. so it's, like, I kind of, I, like, I genuinely like to sit down and, like, binge through a season. So I went and tried to see, like, what was going on last season. It was just Odd Taxi. And like, yep. there's another anime that people, um, I think Gigak did a video on like the first episode or so of it. I can't remember the name of it. Um, It's this guy and there's like snow and I don't fucking know. Anyway, that didn't interest me. So I didn't watch that. Um, but I have, since I finally finished Ranma, dude, that took me so fucking long. It was, it was <laughs> because it wasn't this continual narrative, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was definitely more difficult to like suck all that down. Um and I'm actually going to recommend people don't. Uh I think the anime is definitely the way to go. Uh I haven't finished the anime completely yet, but I'm guessing that you get all of the important shit in the anime without any so. of the Try uh suki Sukimichi when it gets a few more episodes. Yeah, I was uh I like lo- I love Isekai Omni, so yeah, like I'm I'm down for that. There there's definitely a couple of Isekai's that are running right now that looked pretty cool. Uh but again it's like four episodes it's it, i don't know, it's just like four episodes is like a tease you know what i mean um mm-hmm. although that is
1: when we made our uh demon slayer episode <laughs> that's true yeah but it was too quick we were too quick on it like we were too fast fucking, on the draw yeah
0: yeah yeah we were like no, the realist hero is a good one too all right i'll have to check that out but yeah um new kenosuba light novel came out so i've been reading that they go back to the Crimson Demon Village, which is cool. And then I've started finally reading uh, my Junji Ito comics. So I'm reading um or manga. So I'm reading Uzumaki right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shit is weird, dude. Like it is uh, I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm ready to talk about it yet, but, but okay. Junji Ito is a horror manga. Yeah. Um, not my thing. And but but it's not ter- It's not scary. It's more just like, I mean, there are certain parts that are like really like. Uh, this is going to be ironic for anybody who's read Uzumaki, but there are parts of it that are really twisted, um, for sure. But it's not like, I would say, Berserk is more horror than than mm. this. This is just kind of like disturbing, and it's like it's very surrealistic, almost like uh, like Twilight Zone meets um. Cthulhu kind of thing at least that's what that's what Uzumaki is like so far Uh, he's got a bunch of different books we also have um we got another one by him not Toro uh I can't remember it's about this girl that like you know shows up and people die I think or something like that Uzumaki is about about the spiral (laughs) so this town is cursed uh with with the spiral um and it's very 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 strange i don't know if i would recommend anybody who's like looking into junji ito to start with uzumaki um but i'm going to be reading more of his stuff uh, as as we go on the other thing that i read was uh die dark uh the second Tankobon came out dude mm-hmm. die dark is so it's just it's so good it was so refreshing to read q hayashida after mm-hmm. everything uh, I think I think Die Dark's gonna be big. So if you guys like Dora Hidoro, um, and haven't checked out Die Dark yet, like get on it. D a i dark, it's uh, it's fucking awesome. It's right in the same vein. Um, it, and this one is like dark, dark horror comedy sci-fi magic. Sounds awesome. It's it is just as disturbed as Dora Hidoro. And, like, even darker, I would say, than Doritaro is. So, like, the whole idea behind it is there's this kid, um, and his bones will grant anybody who has them any wish, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, everybody wants to kill him, right? But, like, he's, right, like, right. really strong, and he has, like, uh he has uh, this paggy, which is kind of like a backpack slash robot companion slash maybe sentient you know it it is sentient somehow uh but it allows him to like breathe in space and this kind of shit and like basically what he does is everybody who is after him he kills them and then takes their bones or like if if there's any kind of like you know situation that he gets in where he can get bones he gets all the bones that he possibly can so he can bring the bones into the dark world that's inside of black holes and then he uses he sells the bones for you know equipment and stuff like that and then you know his best friend is death and um it's it's and death is basically uh what's her face from dorohito main character uh no Uh, no 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 nikaido Nakaido, yeah, it's basically Nakaido. It's basically Nakaido's okay. character design, except she, like she wears this like crazy, scary, grim reaper outfit, you know. So it's it's just it's fucking cute Hayashida, man. It's insane. It's fucking insane, um, and it's great, and I love it. So definitely, definitely go check out Die Dark. And I think that's that's everything. I think that's been my anime. My okay. Anime week.
1: Well, I I've watched one more thing that I had forgotten about. Okay. Uh, and whether or not you want to watch it is up to you. It won't take you very long to watch, I will tell you that. But I'm going to just post it in the uh, chat right here and you can see for yourself whether or not you want to watch it. But okay. basically is it, during those
0: like weird ass shit no, oh, okay. during
1: the Olympics, Taco Bell made an ad that's an anime. Uh-huh. And it's something, man. Wait, it's, so uh, this are they actually making a TV show out of this? I don't know if they're. I highly doubt it, but they definitely made an anime ad for Taco Bell. Dude, I like I like Taco Coon. She's pretty hot. <laughs> I'm seeing like monsters. I'm seeing mechs. There, there's there's a line in there that that's like that's our Mexican seasoning or something like that. <laughs> Nacho cheese sauce hasn't even come
0: close to the surface. Oh, dude, that's really funny. <laughs> whatever fast food dress uh, dude fast food has to stop trying to be my buddy i don't like I know it. i know stop <laughs> it
1: silence brand anyway That's so fucking funny
0: yeah speaking of brands um as you know uh, this podcast is sponsored by our patrons uh we would love to have you become part of the patreon community it is only a dollar to get in and benefits you know rise with the tears obviously um and patreon is our lifeblood that's that is our income basically mm-hmm. uh that's why we don't really have ads on on the podcast um and you know minimal ads on youtube like the support that we get from the people within our community is what keeps us alive it's what keeps us going and keeps the show going on and we are also partnered with G Fuel. we are doing our best to get their hydration formula out there. Um, You know, when they came to us, we discussed with them that we didn't want to sell anybody energy drinks. You know, we didn't want to be responsible for, for people, you know, having any kind of trouble with that. And they are like, Oh, well we got this hydration formula, sugar-free, keto friendly, you know, Um, obviously it's not something you want to drink 24 seven all the time. You don't want to have like 18 fucking G fuels a day, but when taken the way that you're supposed to take it it's very good for you uh in fact i talked to a dietitian about it and the vitamins are great okay there's like nothing there's no vitamins in here that you're going to overload yourself on um and i did i actually talked to a dietitian about it mm-hmm. um you know, it's just like any anything that has um, any kind of sugar substitute. It's it's kind of the same deal with sugar. Obviously, it's not going to affect you the same way, but you just want you, you know you want to be careful. about it's, it. But it's, all, it's all in
1: moderation. basically, in moderation. like half a scoop is plenty for a 24 ounce bottle, which is what Mike and I drink in. Yeah. And you can easily, you know, throughout a day have like four bottles of it. Make your water taste good and not overdo it on the vitamins or anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like she said, she said, like like two full doses of it is like that's that's plenty for a day four would be a little bit much but you know what i mean like we do half scoops and it tastes fucking awesome yeah honestly a
1: full scoop is too
0: sweet too sweet unless you're mixing it with alcohol then it's great because then you can't taste the alcohol but anyway (laughs) the point is is uh, there's new flavors that have come out for hydration? You should check it out. And uh, if you use code BPOP B P O P at checkout, you get ten percent off. Or are we at thirty right now?
1: Uh, I think we're back at ten. We might have another thirty percent off before. Basically, our contract with G Fuel is ending in approximately twenty days. It's being uh, revised. In well, it, days. It, our 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 contract is ending, and then we will either get a new contract that will be longer. Or we won't get a new contract at all. So if you want to support the channel, you basically have the next two and a half weeks or so to do yeah. it. We are right; it's going to come right down to the wire as to whether or not we sell enough to get a, a renewed contract. So we'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, yeah, it's going to be close.
0: Yeah, I would. Uh, I would honestly say like helping us keep the the G Fuel partnership is is super important. Mm-hmm. Super duper duper important. Um and the thing about G Fuel is is that like it may not look like you're you're getting a lot when you buy a tub, but that tub will last you like two months. It especially lasts forever. Yeah. Just one tub. Like mm-hmm. so anyway, think about it. We love you guys. I'll have the link in the show notes, just like uh, I did last time yep, with the and,
1: code. Yep, just use the code BPOP and then basically it, it helps us maintain that contract. Uh, and if we get enough sales before basically the fifteenth of uh, what is it August, then we'll get to keep that contract, which is essentially a sponsorship every single month for us, which is huge. Yeah. So yeah, for something that's not
0: bad for people, mm-hmm. and that's that's important. You know, yeah, we, something we've that's had not people... bad, and something that's not
1: stupid either. <laughs> yeah, like we've we've had people say that it's helped them quit drinking soda uh it it helps me not buy a bunch of extra drinks like i used to buy a ton of soda at the store and stuff like like diet soda and stuff because like i i just needed something to drink while doing keto and this is taking the place of that um it it can honestly be very helpful and it's it's really tasty a lot of people are liking the yuzu slash uh which is the new flavor it's uh it, it's, it's like a little twist on lemonade, kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's like sour with a little mandarin. It's like a, a sour lemonade with a little mandarin orange thrown in. And it's pretty mm-hmm. tasty. It's really good mixing with the strawberry lemonade, too. Yep. I'm
0: a big fan of the phase berry and the blue rocket pop. And then you have your go-tos, which are, you know, dragon fruit. Everybody dragon fruit dragon is fruit. everybody's favorite. Yeah, Or, like, everybody's, like, you can drink dragon fruit all day, every day. Like, that, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. But anyway, yep, we- throwing that out there just you know it's it's a really big help um yep we are we are running a little long so we yep. should probably hop in to video games tyler yeah what's up uh, what have you been playing
1: Well, so we, the last time we recorded was before you, basically we've taken like a two week break. I want to say, because I went down to San Diego for four days. So we missed the recording there. Um, And I had friends in town this weekend. So we are recording late this week, but because I went downtown or downtown, because I went down to San Diego, I was like, shit, I need something on my switch. I'm going to be on planes. I need something to play. And uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2 just came out. And I was like, you know what? I like Monster Hunter. I like Stories. I like the number two. Okay. So I, I decided to I decided to pick up that game. And uh, damn it, if it isn't fucking better Pokemon, man. Like, <laughs> that game is great. It's fucking great. I've been enjoying the shit out of it. I've been playing it every day. As soon as I have time, I will play it. Uh, it it's really fun. And it, it honestly feels like better Pokemon to me. Like, I, I have a shit ton of monst- monsties, as they call them. The monsters that you fight with. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, do you get any special ones? I know you can, like,
0: hatch and breed and, like, do all sorts yeah. of weird stuff. Yeah, right?
1: I've got all sorts of uh, special ones. I don't want to spoil anything, but, like, okay. uh, my I have a powerhouse uh, Elder Dragon on my shit. team right now. Fuck yeah. yeah that That just, like... That. Yeah, that just, like, he's finally gotten caught up to, like, everybody else on my team in terms of leveling. Because whenever you hatch a monster, they start at level one.
0: Right. So you so, power level them with, like, another... Is it yeah, kind of like Pokemon where you throw it out first and then bring it back and then... No,
1: out? you don't have to do that uh, okay. at all. As long as they're in your party, they basically get extra XP based on what level your other monsters are. So, like... That's if your monsters of life. it's it's so good dude so it's like if, if your monsters are level like 30 let's say and you have a level one uh monster that you want to level up because you're like oh fuck this guy's going to be good when he's level 30 you go and fight a monster that that you should be fighting right now and he'll level up to like level 15 in like one fight okay that's cool. you know yeah i mean so Pokemon it doesn't take that long
0: that but not i don't know if depends it depends but pokemon has kind of implemented that a little
1: mm-hmm. bit and, and then there's also sub that you can do that you can just hold on to and not turn in so and they all give xp too so you can get a new monster and you're like oh i want to level this guy up and put him on my team and then you can just turn in a bunch of sub and level them up like 20 levels immediately yeah you know? see
0: i love the idea of subquests. that's one
1: thing that pokemon doesn't have is right? subquests
0: ever I mean they kind of tried with uh Pokemon Sword and Shield like there was like you know oh like if you get like 50 of these you could bring them to me and I'll do this thing but like, yeah like that sounds that sounds really cool
1: it it's really good um you know you only control your person you don't control your monsty um okay. so you can ride them though right yes you basically so there's a kinship meter which is basically like your bond with your monsty and would you do like double attacks so like for, for example the, the way it works is sort of like a rock paper scissors system there are power attacks there's speed attacks and there's technical attacks uh speed attacks beat power technical beats speed power beats technical That's so kind of how yokai watch works yeah so when when a monster that you are fighting like let's say you're fighting a bearoth, right uh And it's using a speed attack and you know this because you fought them before and you're like, okay, I know the pattern of this monster. It uses speed attacks primarily unless it gets mad and then starts using power attacks, right? So (laughs) I will throw out a monster that uses technical attacks primarily. And then I will use technical attacks primarily. And if you and your monstie both use the same type of attack when the monster is targeting one of you two, you'll do a double attack with your monstie and you'll do extra damage and that monster won't get its turn. And on top of that, your kinship meter will fill up really quickly when your kinship meter tops out, then you can ride your monster and do like an extra special attack. And wow, on so top of that to Yeah, it. so th- there's good strategy on it. And on top of that, you typically have like a friend or a partner who's helping you who might also have a monster uh or a monster. Some sometimes they do. If you're if you're working with a rider, they have a monster. If you're working with a hunter, they don't. They just fight regularly, like like yeah, regular hunters. Mm-hmm. Uh but either way, they have their own meter. And if you uh match your meter with their meter and you both fill it out on the same turn then you do like an extra double attack where you both do your special attack at the same time and it does even more extra damage so like you know like a regular attack might do like 200 damage 200 to 300 damage or something like that Mm -hmm. uh your special attack will do like maybe 400 damage you know uh, and then, like your, your kinship attack will do like seven hundred damage or something. I've had like double kinship attacks do like upwards of three thousand.
0: Oh well, shit!
1: Yeah, so like there, there's definitely strategy involved in waiting and figuring out like when the best time is. On top of all of that, like you're you you have three different weapon types, so you can break monster parts, and each monster part is weak to certain things, or or is uh, better against certain things. So like, you know, you, you typically tails are weak to swords or cutting. So you want to use a sword and shield or a great sword. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, yeah. typically heads are weak to hammers, So you want to use a hammer or you want to use a, uh, a hunting horn, uh, stuff like that. And then there's piercing with, uh, with gun lances and bow and arrow. Okay. So, That's, I mean,
0: it sounds good. I did. I went out to get the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to GameStop, and I was like, "Cause I'm an idiot." And I was like, "Hey, I'm here to pick up Monster Hunter Stories too." And they're like, "Yeah, we don't have any." I was like, "What the fuck do you mean? Like, what game, What is fuck GameStop, dude? Fuck mm-hmm. GameStop so hard. Like, what do you mean you don't have any copies of a brand new game that just came out?" So, like, basically, what GameStop is doing now. Just like so everybody knows, I I think we talked about this last time with Mario Golf, but like they're only taking pre-orders and then getting like maybe one extra copy. So like if you want to get a game from GameStop for whatever reason, if you got suckered into like buying some membership, like make sure you pre-order everything that you want to get. Otherwise, they're just not going to fucking have it and you're going to have to try and find somewhere else. And this time I was shit out of luck because when I went to Walmart, which is right next to the GameStop, um, they were sold out. So Mm. I have not been able to find a physical copy like in the wild. Uh, They have it on Amazon. It's just like, come the fuck on, man. You know, like, it's just so fucking annoying to like go to buy something and have it not be there.
1: Like, what the fuck? You you should definitely get it, though, because there is a co-op element to it where we can play together. Uh, yeah. I've only done it with one person online, but it was cool. Like, you know, you ride around. Basically, as you're riding around, you'll find monster dens. And some of the dens are very, very quick. Like, the, you there's no monsters in them. You just go, you collect an egg, and that egg will give you a new monster. Um And some of them are, like, big sort of cavernous things. And they'll have chests in them that you can find, and you can battle enemies in them. And then eventually, you'll get to the, the, the egg. And basically, every uh, egg is either... Guarded by a monster, there's a sleeping monster there, or there is no monster there. And and you can search a nest multiple times and find different eggs from different types of monsters. But okay. the longer you stay there, the more likely it is that something bad will happen. Like, essentially, either the monster will wake up or the monster will come home to the nest. You right, know? right. I mean, that makes so, sense. But but you also get more chances to find either the egg that you're looking for or to find a, more, a higher quality egg. You basically get a, a palico, a feline that, that follows you around that can talk, and he'll sniff eggs as you're going, and he'll be like, this one smells – it doesn't smell like much, and it's light. Or this one smells really funky, and it's really heavy, you know? And, like, the the more it smells and the heavier it is, the stronger the monster. So okay. – and, and, and as you're picking things up, gene-wise, because every monster has different genes, you'll basically get, like, <laughs> flashes of lights – essentially. So it's like, if there's no light, you just have a regular monster. If there's a gold light, when you pick up the the egg, it's like, it's a pretty good monster. And then if you get like this, like sort of rainbow white light going on, it's like, oh, this monster has a really, at least one really good gene, you know? So yeah. it can, you can sort of de- decide when you want to stop picking up eggs. Well, it's good to know that the monster hunter team decided to put as
0: many complicated fucking
1: <laughs> it's not in that it complicated like in regular monster hunter. The, the only thing that i would really really recommend that i didn't really realize at the time when i first started playing is for for monsters that you're planning on keeping for a long time it's good to get a lot of that same monster because okay the gene, like like you essentially have a nine by nine grid per monster and those are the genes that you have and uh-huh. they also depict what attacks that monster has. So if you erase a gene, you may be erasing an attack and replacing it with another attack that isn't as good for that monster. Okay. So. I mean that makes yeah. Yeah. So what you can do is if you get the same egg, or like like if you, again, if you have like a Baroth egg, and you get like five Baroth eggs, you eventually get this ability called the right of channeling, and you get it really early in the game. So it's not like a spoiler or anything, but I've you can essentially. Yeah, oh, you can essentially transfer genes from one monster to another. So if you have a bunch of the same monster, you can keep leveling up the traits of that monster and then just adding traits that are good that that monster might not have had originally.
0: And Omni says that you should use nutrients you get on your character first before end game.
1: Yes, that okay. too. All right. But all in all, super fun game, really been enjoying it. I'm, I'm very close to the end game. I know that. Uh, obviously like i have an elder dragon on my team right yeah. um uh but, but that game is stupid fun also like the elder dragon once i started finding the eggs for it i couldn't stop dude <laughs> i probably found 15 el- of the same elder dragon eggs Shit. uh yeah like they were when, when you realize how to get them and like where to look i get one almost every single time i look in the in rare dens for them nice uh, so my, my monster my, my, my elder dragon mossy is like stupidly OP you now. <laughs> I love that. That's
0: yeah. yeah, it sounds fun. I'm definitely going to pick that up. Um, I've yeah. actually been playing a weird game and put a ridiculous amount of time into it. So, um, when I couldn't find, uh, so, so I'm basically done with Mario golf, super rush. I mean, yep. the online is just so fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you know, the enjoyment of it only goes so far. Like, I'm sure me and Devin will pick it up and play it together f- from time to time. But, like, both of the, you know, the characters that we like to use, we've maxed them out. Um, So, it's, like, I don't know. But uh, I couldn't find Monster Hunter Stories 2. Devin had picked up a game a little while ago and just, like, never really played it. So, I was like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll try it out, like, while, you know, while I'm waiting. And it's... uh. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Oh, uh-huh. So, yeah. So, so, I have played a lot of Warriors games, Um, you know, like uh, Dynasty Warriors. I call mm-hmm. it Dynasty Warriors. Um, <laughs> Samurai Warriors. Uh, I played the original Hyrule Warriors. I didn't like the original Hyrule Warriors. In fact, Warriors games, like, I always kind of found them as, like, a decent distraction. You know what I mean? Like, it's not right. something... It's basically like the modern take of a beat up. Yep, yeah, that's exactly yeah, what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, like some of them are more like tactical than other ones are. But, uh, the, like, it's kind of one of those, again, I believe it's, it's Koei Tecmo actually who does those. I was going to say Capcom, but it's Koei Tecmo. There's a lot of, um, learning involved in it. So like I I was I was I had learned through Hyrule Warriors one the problem with Hyrule Warriors one to me like in general is that it's a it's a it's it's not canon it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? And then they also overwhelm the fuck out of you with characters now, especially if you get it for the Switch and you get all the DLC characters and everything like, oh, my God, there's so many fucking characters in the first one, which is cool. Like, I I haven't beaten uh, Age of Calamity yet, um, Mm -hmm. but there's definitely not as many characters uh, as there was in the first one as of right now. I'm about 45 hours into it. And I've done, like, every mission that I can, and, like, there's, like, all this, like, building and stuff. So, it's really good. Like, I don't know why this... I think because this one is an actual canon Zelda story, and it's telling, you know, the story that I wanted to see in Breath of the Wild. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, so basically what's going to happen is I'm going to finish this game, and I'm going to play Breath of the Wild again with, like, new eyes. Really? Um,
1: you're yeah, yeah, pick up Breath of the Wild again. Yeah, wow.
0: Yeah, because I mean I haven't played it since the day it came out, really. So, or yeah, since it, the week it, it came out.
1: I, I, people who might not be avid listeners like probably don't know, but like this is a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> like Mike has been saying he hasn't given it. Mike, like he's told the story before, but like you beat the game in like two days. Yeah, to get a review out on your old gaming channel, and you yeah. never wanted to pick it up again. Right. The yeah. Fact no. I did yeah, the the fact that uh playing uh Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is making you want to pick that up again is is pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, like I mean it's got it's got all of the, you know, it's the entire map, you know, it's got all of the locations in it and like you get to kind of like learn the characters a lot better and I it, it's 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 got a lot of that like grinding, but also like technical like leveling up stuff too. So like your characters will level up, and basically what that does is it gives them like more hearts. I think it like allows you to take more damage. But the most important thing is like fusing your weapons. So you know the farther that you get into the game, you start getting like better and better weapons, um, and how a character does is dependent upon like how much care that you've put into their like personal little like side collect missions. So every, you know, as you're killing hordes and hordes and hordes of enemies, you're picking up like pieces of, you know, like horns and fangs and Mm -hmm. butterflies and like all this shit. So like after every major event quest, like a bunch of sub quests will pop up And a lot of them are like deliveries, right? So you'll have to go back and you'll have to do some other ones. Like right now I have to go find a bunch of Octoroks um, and kill a bunch of Octoroks so that I can get like a higher percentage discount off of fusing weapons and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But like the weapon fusion is, is really cool. It's super important. The only problem is, is that in order to get weapons for the character that you want to um you know level up basically make more powerful you have to play as that character so there's the only character that i really haven't put any time into is Rivali, uh because he's a dick he's just falco (laughs) like he's just Falco. um but like almost even like more of a dick but for the rest of the characters like it's really enjoyable like Finding new weapons for them and then fusing them in, seeing like what you can do because you know as you fuse the weapons, you are able to like kind of it's like the gene thing, right? Where so in in Monster Hunter, so like there's certain additional effects that go onto these weapons, and then at a certain point you're allowed to scrub them, um, but it's like expensive parts wise and money wise. And it's, it's always this balance of like parts and money and like going out and fighting and then, you know, feeling accomplished once you cleared the map and then going to the next main story part and then doing that. And then there's like, there's secret chests in every single main main map. There's uh, the Korok seeds in every single main map. And it's, it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's really wild. And you really do have to kind of like spend your time, like getting to know the characters and like figuring out you know what is the best move for them to like do the most damage consistently uh to the most enemies so that you can get your special gauge high so that you can like fucking whack down like one of the crazy monsters as hard as you possibly can as quick as you can like a lot of it is about speed and Mm -hmm. uh you know knowing what to hit and when to hit it and where to hit it and how many times to hit it and like that kind of stuff there's a lot of um I wouldn't say i wouldn't call it like quick time but it is kind of like you have to be quick on it and know like what buttons you're going to push in order to you know this the this lionel uh is is about to do this move and you have to throw a bomb at it so you have to like you know quickly like hold down r and then press uh y so you throw the bomb and you got to aim the bomb and if you do it and you do it right it like kind of like staggers it and then you go over and you beat down and stagger gauge and then you're able to do like a big attack um and man it's just like it's just fucking fun and like learning the whole story and like how shit happened uh you know like there's this there's this evil sorcerer who's involved in it which i was like oh that's cool you know because usually ganon has some kind of sorcerer that's trying to like resurrect him and stuff and Mm -hmm. um one of the one of my favorite characters is impa because Impa's she, always a great character. Yeah, and that's the thing too is that they they all all the characters are unique. They all have their own um like special abilities mm-hmm. but also like kind of like special quirks. So with Impa, you use the the right trigger to tag uh like three enemies or you can do it one at a time or whatever. And then you attack them and you press and hold X and depending on how many you know what part of the combo you're in she'll do X amount of moves and then she'll suck all the symbols in and create eight body doubles of herself and then oh. you do all the damage that you would normally do times eight in a row right and because there's eight of you you're doing so many fucking hits that your special gauge fills up wicked fucking fast right and then I like fuse this weapon for her uh, and it does like it, this was early in the game it does like 92 damage right so like Damn. generally the weapons you pick up so like when you'll pick up like a weapon that does like 17 damage and when you right, max right. it out at level 20 it'll be at like 55 damage and mm-hmm. then every once in a while you'll get a really good weapon that just starts off at like 57 damage or something like that like i got one for link and his damage right now is like 118 or something like that and it's just like you just end up feeling so fucking powerful. Cause you're just wrecking house on like actual <laughs> hordes of thousands of enemies. I don't know. It's a lot of fun. I, it's, it it's sounds a, fun. It's a really fun warriors game and it's Canon and it has a good story. And, uh, it's, it's just, I mean, I've just sunk so much fucking time into that game. It's great. That's awesome. Yeah. If you like it's, that, you
1: should pick up uh persona strikers Persona five strikers. Is that a warriors that game? Too. Essentially, yeah. Okay, interesting. It blanky. is essentially a beat 'em up warriors game, but the Persona Five universe.
0: Hmm. Okay, I still gotta finish the last boss on Persona, Persona Five. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna download the DLC for uh, for uh, Breath of the Wild and play through that, and then do the DLC again. And the other thing nice. I have,
1: here- maybe you should stream some of it
0: maybe yeah probably i mean i don't see why not you know yeah. i i just have i have to stream more in general mm-hmm. and i've been really excited about all the music equipment and stuff like that and like the first stream went off okay i think like my biggest problem is that i have to uh i can learn how to play the keyboard a little bit better like i have like a mm-hmm. pretty like general knowledge of the keyboard but i would like to be able to go over to the keyboard and be in, like okay the this song is in this key. I know exactly where to go and all the scales to do stuff. That's really cool.
1: Yeah. It's just going to take time. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing is just coming up with
0: the beat faster and just like getting better with the loop station. So no mistakes with loop station coming up with the beat coming up with like, you know, whatever I'm laying down quickly and then just do that. Um, But then again, the people that were there really enjoyed it. So this I might just be over critiquing.
1: Yeah. This actually reminds me. uh, I tried to get loop daddy tickets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With uh, I I was walking by uh, when I was was downtown this weekend. We walked by the uh, McMiniman's Crystal Ballroom downtown and they do shows. And Mark uh, Rebelet was one of the shows playing in like October. And I was like, oh, fuck, we could go see Loop Daddy. And and Amy was like, who? And I was like, you know that guy that I show you on Twitter every so often? And he's always dancing in his underwear in a really sweet robe. And she's like, oh, yeah. So I looked up the tickets for his uh, for his show. Fucking 540 bucks a ticket. What?
0: Yeah. Somebody's got, uh, from the actual venue? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, they must be trying to make their fucking money back or something and, like that. And
1: I was like, I guess we're not seeing Loop Daddy. And I yeah. checked the next day, and they were sold out. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Dude, concert halls got hurt last year, dude. Your oh, yeah. Lucky years is still around because all of ours closed.
1: Well, it's not just a concert hall, it's also like a restaurant and stuff. So, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Our, uh, they, they have all their but Pearl Street
0: in Northampton is a super famous venue. Mm-hmm. Um, Gone. Just Yeah. Done, it's a lot dude. of stuff like that, man. Yeah. It's fucking, fucking crazy. But anyway, I mean, that's. That's all I got.
1: That's the podcast, man.
0: That's the podcast. So, uh, guys, if uh, you want to, like, get notified, find out about when the podcast comes out, I would definitely recommend following us on Twitter, all of our social media. You can just check Bonsai Pop on Google. Just Google us. We're right fucking there. Everywhere, apparently. Um, and uh, that's that's the best way to keep up with us so you know what's going on. And, uh, you know, like, we, we try to reach out. It's hard. It's hard when you have an audience. Um, of like 200,000 people because you're never going to reach everybody, ever never, you know, so it's 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 important that that we have a way to, to talk to you guys so obviously, you know, Patreon, that's the best way, you're always going to get notified on Patreon. You get all um,
1: the extra updates
0: yeah, about everything we, that's going on We're good about Twitter and Instagram we go on there, I make jokes people don't always get them, but I think I'm funny and that's what matters, so yep. check it out and uh, again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you to our Patreon and GFuel for sponsoring this podcast. Y'all do the best. Have a good week. Bye, everyone. Bye.